welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Springfield, Missouri. I am here at the Blue Room. Tonight is Friday. There's two shows. We are in the year of February 2019. And two shows Saturday. Blue Room Comedy Club, Springfield, Missouri. Okay, there you go. Wear a bow tie, they sit you closer to the stage. Carry a bow tie, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> well, today's, guess who it is? It's Eddie Pepitone. But he's hosting. See, I'm out of town. I'm like, I don't want to just not have a show. Who could co-host for me? I thought Eddie Pepitone. Actually, Eric Olson thought of Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> it actually was, actually, how many times I can use the word actually? I'm like that kid. Apparently, apparently. So I, I go, well, last week we had a double. I won't be back in town. So let's, we haven't done this in a while. I said, Eric, what do you want to do? He's like... Why am I making such a big deal about this? I'm making like it's a documentary just because, well, I didn't want Eric to think I didn't give him credit for Eddie Pepitone. That's why I went into the whirlwind of hysteria. Oh, I didn't want to take the credit. So uh, Eddie Pepitone, what does he do? To George Carlin, I have no idea. I didn't hear it yet. I can't wait to hear it. I'm as excited as you are. What did he do? All I know is that I called in. I did call in while they were host while he was uh, doing the show from Philadelphia from the green room at Helium Comedy Club which I had a really good time at. I really did. By the way, if you went to any of the shows at Helium, I, I love that club because training your audience is never ending and there were certain maybe two shows out of like seven where there were some loud talkers but man they put it to rest. And I know when you're in there, they cannot be doing any more than they do. And it's just year after year training the crowds, and they do it beautifully. And because of it, Helium in Philadelphia has cultivated some really nice audiences. And I really had a great time. And um, I just wanted to say that. Okay? But now I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in uh, Springfield, Missouri at the Blue Room Comedy Club. And uh, if it's as good as it was last time, I'm going to have a great time. They got Todd Barry coming up, too. Gilbert Godfrey. They got some cool acts coming up. All right. Enjoy the show. 
And uh, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> okay. Bye. You're great. You're special. It's a good show. Town to promote his album, You've Changed. Yibiaye Cowardy. Hello and welcome. I'm Eddie Pepitone and I am substituting for Todd Glass. Who knows how long it'll be? Todd has had a nervous breakdown. He snapped like a twig and he's now in a sanitarium um, on the ocean in Santa Monica. He's just in a little wicker chair saying the words ride along and circle driveway over and over again. And he's being pushed by a nurse on the and he just looks at the ocean, goes right along, right along, circle driveway, right along. So who knows how long? Because modern medicine, for all its modernity, modernity has not solved the question of complete despair and hopelessness. People still are pacing the grounds of hospitals all over this great land (laughs) with slippers, very thin slippers, and they're just playing ping pong all day, and they're drugged up because they've snapped. They can't take the military-industrial complex. And my co-host today, Eric Olson and Steve Finers. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, hello, Eddie. How is everything? How we, we're we're filling oh, in for Todd, who in actuality is in Philadelphia. He's in he's at the Helium tonight, uh, yes. headlining. Right? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. he's in, he's in Philadelphia. Let's at the scene that you are Eddie. You are wearing a Jimmy Kimmel uh, live <laughs> sweatshirt. One of Todd's out of his closet. I or, took I took. Listen, Glass, <laughs> if you're listening, and I know you are. I know you are, Glass. I know you're listening because. Anyway, you're listening because you can't help it. I took your Jimmy Kimmel sweatshirt because I'm cold. I'm cold. And did you hear that sound effect? It was done better than what you do. (laughs) This show is already better. And I have your Kimmel sweatshirt. I don't want to lose this. And a lot of people get really touchy. Oh, don't take my shirt. Don't take my... A lot of people get really touchy about their clothes, right? Oh, that's from my grandpapa. Oh, don't take my grandpapa's shirt. Bullshit. I'm taking a Kimmel sweatshirt, and you ain't getting it back because I also was on Kimmel. And I never got a fucking sweatshirt, <laughs> and now I have one. So suck it, class. It's been no, a long time. It's been a while since you've been on Kimmel, too. <laughs> it's been a while, so this is also is that true? Isn't that right? You said you were saying before the show. <laughs> How long has it been since you were on Kimmel? Oh me? Yeah, you. Oh me? Yeah, I haven't been on Kimmel in years. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the last thing Kimmel said, and I don't care how close Glass is to Kimmel, uh, the last thing Kimmel when they were trying to get me on. On a, on a sketch, mm-hmm. which I used to do a bunch of sketches besides some other bits. And that's not to brag. Folks, listen, I know I know you're all high. By the way, Glass's <laughs> audience is, you you people are so fucking stoned. You're like, why aren't you? You're still in Vietnam in your mind. You're like, you're like so high, so right? Put, yeah, put down your, your weed for this episode because this is going to be a sober episode. I haven't smoked marijuana in many years. And guess what? Um, I'm like the William Defoe character. No, not William Defoe. Tom Berenger. 
<laughs> character. Defoe was the stoner. Berenger was like the alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Well, I do go to the 12-step meetings, but you're not supposed to talk about that on the level of press, radio, and film. <laughs> I haven't smoked since 6 a.m. Wow. <laughs> That's true. I was, oh, up, at, you, I was you... up at 6 a.m. and I smoked because my son was having a breakdown. Oh, talk about that. Uh, no, that is the key to good parenting. <laughs> so I left to and get got high. high. <laughs> <laughs> is, to, <laughs> is to get high as soon as there's a problem with your child. Oh, yeah. I was out of there. <laughs> well, set the scene too, Eric. You live on a boat, right? Yeah. And you're on a boat. You're smoking weed at 6 a.m. outside with the... Your baby's, your baby's. He's inside screaming because he's got a tooth breaking through the is skin. That, is and, that what's going on? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think uh, so. I was high. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because no. what happened was instead of taking care of the kid, I went out and got lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, it's definitely a tooth coming in. Oh, so, how old is your, uh, your kid? 14 months. Wow. Well, one year and two months for those of you who are high. <laughs> No, I won't mention that again. Uh, God bless you if you're smoking. At, at least uh, you are enjoying yourselves. Um, I don't enjoy myself uh, because once you, stop, once you stop putting substances in your body, there's no buffer between you and what I like to cor- call the horror of reality, <laughs> which is why you're smoking. Okay, so when, he was, uh, when his mom, Shree, was pregnant, I smoked a lot because I thought, this is it. I'm going to have to quit smoking. <laughs> She's going to have the baby. I'm going to have to be a responsible dad. I can't smoke pot. Now so I'm just going to get it out of my system now. A lot of it. Hilarious. And, uh, and then you realize you that's can great. parent yeah. Uh, high? Yeah. yeah. It actually focuses you more, would you say? It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I, I don't know where my kid is. Yeah, no, I think it makes... Well, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. day smoke, so I only oh, you don't smoke. Oh, you just like morning six smoke. I, well, I did at six a.m. because uh, I knew don't I was, call that the day. I, huh? I was. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of loopholes. You sound like Trump's lawyer. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Does Glass talk politics? No. <laughs> oh yes, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't uh, normally day smoke, but uh, mm-hmm. this one I needed to get back to bed, and that helps. Oh, does it put you asleep? Yeah, that's kind of what I use it for, like, towards the end of the day when I don't have anything else to do, I don't have anywhere to go, mm. uh, then I'll unwind with some weed and because some TV. Because with and weed, I was the opposite. I would get high, and I would start going, I would get so stimulated by the by the weed that I would just start, you know, looking at porn, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> masturbating like five times, then I would eat, then I would smoke a <laughs> that's little That's how I again. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Then I would okay. smoke again. Yeah, it's a vicious. How about cycle. you, Jake? Jake is here with us. Yeah, Jake. Do you smoke? Um, I dabble. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't. Everybody, really, like, you guys are young. I mean, I smoked till I was forty-two or something. When'd you start? Fourteen. Because I didn't start till I was like twenty-eight. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I had fourteen years on you. I started when I was fourteen, and I look at fourteen-year-old kids now from a car. Window and um, <laughs> they are so fucking young, and I'm and I'm saying to myself, why was I smoking that? Were that you age? smoking all the time when you were 14? Just I like, think I was a pretty big pothead. Yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, how did it? How did it start? Was it just kids uh, at school or? How did it start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it started. When was the first? I don't know. I don't know. My me and my good friends were like, hey, you want to? Sh-? You know, like right. a typical thing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. hey, hey, hey. He was like, hey, hey. what, what? You want to try this? What is it? Yeah. Marijuana? Yeah. Can I tell you the first time I smoked? Yeah. Just because it's such a ridiculous story. Yeah, yeah. 
um, it was with my boy Jackson Van Ron. Um, shout out Jackson. I was like 16 and he came over my house and we like snuck out of my house super late at one night and we smoked some weed for the first time. Who got it? You or Jackson? Jack. Oh, for sure, Jackson. Oh, okay. Like he grew up on Martha's Vineyard. It's an oh, island. forget it, Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> yeah, so we just had weed. Martha's Vineyard. They're born with joints <laughs> in their mouths in Martha's Vineyard. So we came back in and we're like, I didn't really feel because the first time I guess you don't get high. I'm not sure actually how that works, but I guess. Oh, we just don't, right. Yeah. They say That's that that, they that say. the first time you smoke you don't get high. Not with me, my friend. <laughs> I don't think Always. I can walk. I, yeah, I, was I really remember happy. thinking I had to pee and I didn't know how to get from the couch to the, the bathroom. <laughs> so we, we got back to my room and I had two beanbag chairs and we were super like, I, I guess he was high, but it was pretty late. And then he just started masturbating on Who? one of the beanbag chairs. Uh, my boy Jackson. He's <laughs> he started masturbating Truly, in front of me just started masturbating I, I don't think that had anything to do with the weed though <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that because i've been high a lot nobody's whipped it out <laughs> and i was like dude what are you what are you doing man and he's like oh no it feels so good when you're when you're high um and then i truly did not smoke weed until i was 22 of course that. you were <laughs> fucking traumatized because you like, were oh. like that's what uh, yeah. Louis should say. I was high. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jackson probably sides with Louis, huh? Like, if you love yourself, I mean, he's got good jokes. Then you should take yourself to the Dynasty typewriter at the Hayworth on Saturday, February sixteenth, eight and ten p.m. It's Eddie Pepitone live special recording. That's right, folks. I am recording my special at the Hayworth Theater, February 16th. 10 o'clock is the show we have to sell out. 8 o'clock is almost sold out. So if you're going to come, come to 10 o'clock. It's going to be the better show because <laughs> and the, the 8 o'clock people don't know this, yeah. right? Yeah. 10 o'clock is going to be uh, unhinged. It's going to be unhinged because I'm going to probably have a great set at 8, even though you should come at 10. Because then I'll be so loosey-goosey yeah. at 10. But we need to sell more tickets for 10. Yeah. Um, and if you know me, if you know the Todd, and of course you know the Todd Glass Show, uh, I'm, I'm probably Todd's favorite comedian. Would you say and, that? Yeah. Or does yeah. he say it ever, say ever since Kevin Meany died? <laughs> <laughs> was was he a big big Kevin Meany fan? Yeah, yeah. I right. would say you and you and Brian Regan. I'd say are the oh are, Brian mm-hmm. Regan. I'd say those are the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, <laughs> Brian. This is a Brian Regan joke. Hey, um, <laughs> hey Ted, look at this. Uh, <laughs> they say on the back of this ice cream that a a serving is uh, <laughs> five tablespoons. <laughs> That's Regan's <laughs> Now, you're not going to get that when you come to mind. We're going to be talking about the collapse of our civilization. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that we're eating each other's tails at this point <laughs> in this country, that there is an imminent collapse. Yes. Imminent. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much it. And it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Bring the family. <laughs> uh, DynastyTypewriter.com. The rich people are taking back all the wealth so that they can hold it while we fight. They've done it. It's sticks. not that they're taking. They have done it already. You don't think one of these uh, candidates in 2020 is going to save us? Who's r- who, do, who do we have so far? We have uh, Kristen Gillibrand, New York senator. She took uh, Hillary's seat in New York. 
Oh, okay. Kristen Gillibrand. Gillibrand. I have not heard her. So, so she mm-hmm. is probably like another centrist Democrat. She right? was a blue dog Democrat. Who what was, does that mean? Blue she dog? was sort of yeah more conservative, and she was against the Affordable Care Act. And now she, she was against and now even she's that piece of shit act, which was a compromise. <laughs> yes. And didn't she also at one point have an A rating from the NRA? I believe so. Yeah, nah. she was. Oh yeah, let's vote for Chris. Hey. Do you want things to stay the same? I'm Kristen Gillibrand. <laughs> Do you are you in favor of living in a sewer? I'm, um, we, I'm also have, we also have uh, possibly Cory Booker running. Mm. Now Booker had a good rep until he backed Big Pharma mm-hmm. uh, in the healthcare mm-hmm. healthcare like single payer. He's been he a friend to Wall Street. And he's been a friend to Wall yeah. Street? Fuck yeah. Cory Booker. Here's another really good 2020 candidate. We have Michael Bloomberg as a possibility. <laughs> we need... This, is, this would be the great campaign for Bloomberg, his slogan. <laughs> we need another billionaire. A New York billionaire. How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's also from oh, New York. We need another New York billionaire <laughs> In power to help someone living on two hundred dollars a week, that, that, because if there's one thing a billionaire understands, <laughs> is the day to day struggle of the working man and woman. We also have Howard. We also have Howard Schultz, Starbucks, Starbucks CEO, Starbucks CEO, uh, president of Starbucks. Yeah. Now that that'll be uh, that'll yeah, Starbucks CEO. Their biggest, uh, their biggest, their biggest. Um, claim to fame for uh, climate control is that I think they're eliminating straws by the year 2030. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to give you a few more. We have we have uh, Joe Biden. Ha! Joe Biden. Look, I come from Pennsylvania coal miner stock. <laughs> Everybody around me dies. <laughs> I don't have anybody left. I'll be a great leader because I'm, I'm salt of the earth. Yes, I'm worth... 500 million now because I've sold out to corporate money for many years, but still I got coal dust all over me. I love the way he does that blue collar thing. Uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto Beto O'Rourke. Now, what's his deal? Um, He lost, well, he lost to Ted Cruz in Texas. Yeah, it's hard to win the presidency when you lose. Uh, yeah, but he's, like, he's, he's such a heartthrob, though. I feel like he's sort of a manufactured candidate. They're trying to make the new Obama. Yeah, I I, like and I think the, that he's good looking. I think he has that cadence that the Obama advisors go, oh, he kind of sounds like him. Maybe right. we can. Right. Yeah, he's using social media as a way to, to read, like a, in a way to like do his Instagram stories. Yeah, but it seems so yeah. forced. Yeah. I think he's. By the way, folks, yeah. um, I don't know. I, don't, I, you know, I'm not sure of Todd's politics. I think they're a, a bizarre mix of uh, <laughs> being part of the Skullfuck Party, which is a <laughs> marijuana brand. Uh, you know, he he is for the average person, but he doesn't have, you know, any real convictions. Now, me. All you have to know about me is read a guy named Chris Hedges. I'll give you a couple of titles of books so you're up to speed. Ready? The Death of the Liberal Class by Chris Hedges and his last book, America, The Farewell Tour. And that's all you need to know about our country. And by the way, another thing you need to know about our country, here's an economic primer. This country is built right now on massive, unimaginable debt. And that means it's going to collapse. Good luck 
This is not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> this is, you know, the best economic Absolutely. minds are saying we're in big trouble. Pretty soon, a lot of us are going to be strapped mm -hmm. to trucks, naked, being for forced by the alt-right to sing the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> with dildos in our asses. Um, you know, do wanna, wait, do you want to tell us about your trip to the French Laundry, Eddie? Ah! <laughs> now, I do have contradictions. I was just at a super fancy place where they shaved truffles at the table. It was 350 per person. Um, that's, that's a set rate up top? Yeah. So you got a course menu or something? Yeah. Thomas Keller, sure. right? And I'm vegan. Mm -hmm. Thomas Keller. How did you know Thomas Keller? He's, he's a famous chef. He is, yeah, huh? Yeah. Now, Keller is not, like, like they did a vegan tasting. Like, it's a, it's a big tasting menu. There's, like, eight courses. It's in Napa Valley. So, yes, I may be a man of the people. <laughs> but the, <laughs> I paid for it on my credit card, which is really yeah. Yeah, a lot of debt. <laughs> I, you know the card did you pay for the whole family or just yourself no just me the whole f nah, i couldn't have paid for everybody but so wait so chris hedges does he are there any of these candidates that he would support would bernie, no not bernie anybody. sanders bernie? bernie sanders hedges 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 really likes bernie but he also has problems with bernie one being that bernie does not call out the military industrial complex. I don't mm -hmm. think he does. Also recently Bernie oh, also Bernie Well Bernie's not really a foreign policy kind of guy either. Well you gotta be I've when you're about, running for president. Yeah. I've heard that about Elizabeth Warren too. She's not great with foreign policy. She either. yeah she isn't right? No, she's kind of with Bernie in the same camp. Uh, honestly I don't think any of them are. Well with Bernie this is what Hedges said with Bernie when he lost the nomination to Hillary which was rigged the DNC, Go on. right? Mm -hmm. You know this, Absolutely. that the DNC fucked Bernie. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys know this who are listening. Um, take another rip <laughs> from <laughs> your... Alaska thunderfuck. <laughs> your Alaska <laughs> thunderfuck. Hey, uh, Margaret, can you give me my Alaskan thunderfuck? What is that, Al? It's my marijuana, Margaret. Al... I love Alaskan Thunderfuck when I'm listening to Glass. But doesn't he have a sober co-host tonight? Yeah, but the guy's unhinged, you know? <laughs> and, I, and you know, Margaret, and you know this for a fact, that Alaskan Thunderfuck makes everything better. Remember we were watching Fast and Furious the other night? Fast and Furious 25, the 25th installment? And it was pretty boring till we both did Alaskan Thunderfuck. <laughs> We're getting a phone call right now. Oh, Who's it from? Is it? Hello? Todd Glass, is this the Todd Glass show? Hello, Todd. This is your this is your substitute host, Eddie Peppertone. Ever heard of him? Eddie. You. I have your Jimmy call, Kimmel. Eddie. Yeah. I just want to say thank you very much for filling in when I'm gone. How do you feel? Is everyone being nice to you? Everyone's being really nice. It's really good. You know what, dude? I feel really comfortable in your seat, and I feel really comfortable doing this podcast here. There's something. Wait, Eddie, this was just for one night. Mm, that's what I want to talk to you about. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've Eddie, changed Eddie, the Eddie. locks on <laughs> this place. The locks no, have Eddie, been Eddie. changed. You're I'm in Philadelphia. Eddie, yes. I'm not moving back to Philadelphia. You're just doing one night. You have family in Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't have anything. This house is now mine. So you're saying all you have is the podcast? All I have is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, did you do your first show tonight? I did, and it was so much fun. It was? Um, it was fun having fun on stage. Yeah, they're really totally with you, huh, tonight? It was. I have the band with me. They were great. You have a band with tight. you? Do you always have a band on the road, Todd? I try 95% of the time to have something. How do you get How do you get a band? Do you do like Craigslist trying to get people? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Why? Maybe that's, Why? Maybe that's where you, you're, you're, Craigslist, you're I got tonight. my artificial heart from Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The guy said it's on ice. This heart came from a kid that was sacrificed to the Aztec gods. <laughs> <laughs> You're right See, to laugh. Just seeing on listening, your heart came from a king. All right, whatever you want. I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, kid. I said, kid. Right now, we can black it out. <laughs> um, Eddie, well, yes. I want you to have fun. You're at the. You're. At, are you in my seat? I'm in your seat, buddy. And not only that, and your sweatshirt. I have on your Jimmy oh, Kimmel <laughs> sweatshirt because I I forgot how cold it gets. Just listen to me, Glass. <laughs> I forgot how cold it gets at night, so I took I took a Jimmy Kimmel sweatshirt, and guess what? You aren't getting that back either, <laughs> at least for a while, because I have to go to um, Good Heroin, the show at in Echo Park that's run by Matt Ingebrigtsen. And oh, good Dave Echo Ross. Park. <laughs> Boy, you know how to fucking get people, huh? You just yell out certain keywords. <laughs> oh, Echo Park. Drive along. Circle driveway. Fuck you. Oh, I knew you were going to get me. Eddie, let me ask you something now. Don't lie to me. Okay? okay. So I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. If you did it, it's fine. When I listen to the podcast, have you made fun of me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Is it good? Is it anything? I'll be like, what? No, no. I think you'll. I think you'll be pleased with it. I mean, it's I it's acerbic and scathing because <laughs> that is who I am. But it's you. You love me. I said on the air. By the way, tell me if this is true. I said that I am your favorite comedian, and Eric said ever since Kevin Meany died. Well, you know what? I always say I can't have a favorite one because it's so hard. But if someone put a gun to my head and it's close. Because there's some close ones. Brian Regan, you Lisa love. Lampanelli. Me. Brian Regan, it's no offense to him or guys that really know how to make me laugh, but you're the, you're the best. You're the, you're the one, if I had to pick, it would be you. Seriously. Uh, seriously, right? Thank you. I can't get enough of it. There's no joke. I, I fucking, you know. I know. I, I, I can't get enough of it. I know. And we have. That's why Lynn and I are bonding later in life. Yes, and um, you know what? Maybe we'll edit out some of the things I said about you <laughs> because you're giving me a lot of love right now. Oh and God, I, like, no, but you'll like the things, but they are very, very revealing <laughs> and telling. Are you being nice to Aristotle? Is Aristotle yes, there? except when he first came into the room, I said... Uh, he said, I, I forgot the name, and he said, hey, I'm Aristotle. And I said, oh, well, this is Plato, and this is Hippocrates. And that didn't go over well. <laughs> well, he's probably heard that. Before. I know, I know, I know. I felt bad. Well, but you know how you make a bad joke, and, you know, especially as a do, comic, and you're like. You're almost making a parody of it. You're doing a parody of it. <laughs> you Let know, me ask you one more question. Did they bring you in the door or through the green room? <laughs> <laughs> the door. Uh, okay, just wanted to make sure. I told him, keep the door shut so the heat stays in. <laughs> it's very toasty in here. 
Um, well, now, turn the heat off. It's not free. <laughs> uh, Please turn the heat off. I don't want that. Heat off. I can't Boy, you're just like my father sending me mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> so what do well, you got planned? I got to go do this show literally in the, well, what no, do you I got? Don't. What do you got planned? <laughs> what do you got planned for the second set over there tonight? You're gonna have fun, or you're gonna do the same thing? I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna smoke pot. I'm gonna get fucked up because I'm fun. <laughs> hey, uh, does your show start at ten? Yes, it does. And John Bram Wagner wants to say hi. Okay. Hi. All right, that was it. <laughs> uh, well, say hi to everybody. And uh, I will. Aaron, who's there? Aaron Simon. Steve. Jake. Is he there? Yeah. No, I invited Aaron, Aaron, but he didn't get no, back to no, me. Aaron, Aaron oh, didn't okay, come in. So I don't Cody know why. Who? Uh, Cody is no. around, no, but so, not there. So it's it's Jake Adams. Yes, yes. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> 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 that cracked Todd up. <laughs> out of nowhere, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Oh, you're so angry. And I don't <laughs> use that word now. I say vagina. Instead um, of anger? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I do have to run because I do have some family back here. But, right. Eddie, I can't wait to listen to the show. God Put bless your you. Put your mom on. Tell your mom's up. What? <laughs> Tell your mom's up. Soak it in. That's a fun experience you get to do. You know, not everyone gets to do that. You're lucky, and I'm lucky. Thanks, Todd. I, I, it really is a lot of fun. And um, have a great uh, weekend over there where you're loved and I am taking over the podcast and you cannot have it back. <laughs> God bless. All right. See you, man. Bye, Todd. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, Todd. Bye. That was Todd Glass. And did you hear that shit? <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's the best. And um, it really does feel good. Good here, though. So did we go through all the candidates so, yeah. uh, that may be well, running? We didn't mention th- Kamala Harris. Oh, we didn't mention Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about her. Yeah, I, um, I like her. I like her, too. I think uh, she's she's one of the tougher ones, I think, being a former uh, prosecutor and DA. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but where uh, is her stance on the big, big fucking issues? She's I mean, voted pretty Giuliani's a fucking no, prosecutor. She's voted progressively, I think, uh, oh, like yeah? 98%. Something, really? Still really high up, yeah. So she's, she's got a good record so far in the Senate. Um, but I don't know. She does, get, she does take money from special interests, though. You know who I love, and obviously she can't run for president yet, but AOC. AOC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, she's, she's the best. What, what is her full name again? I don't want to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I, I love, love that they're trying to vilify her, and they just yeah. keep making her stronger. She is on point, man. She is the best. I know. She's Yeah, look out for her. And so like she'll probably throw her love back. To Bernie, I would think so. She worked for Bernie, so she was. She a, did. Mm-hmm. She worked for the cam- uh, campaign. Now so. is Bernie going to run again, or that's undecided? He is running. That's the yeah. that he, he he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's running. That's what they're saying. It uh, kind of leaked out that he was going to make his announcement soon. Uh, one of his senior advisors said, "You know, enjoy your weekend. It's not happening right away." But I, sh- I imagine they're waiting for a slow news day. I'm assuming when this podcast comes out, when, when you announce. raid uh, Roger Stone's house and you got footage of the oh, FBI, yeah. that's probably not a good day to announce. Can your I get up to speed about Stone now? How, how did he make his name again, Roger Stone? He worked for Richard Nixon, um, oh, and he got great, in trouble. Great president, <laughs> and he was named in the in the Watergate. He was named in Watergate, so he he was one of the one of those people that was doing bad deeds for Nixon, and then right. he was able to parlay that into working for 
a lot of different uh, Paul Manafort. Yeah, Paul Manafort. Yeah, Manafort and Stone. Uh, is he a, a campaign guy? What does he, he do? I think he's he sort of behind the scenes, he, like dirty tricks. He guy. marks it himself oh. as kind of like a fixer. Yeah. Oh, so, he's a dirty tricks guy. Yeah. So he's an evil motherfucker. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was known for with Nixon, where he was. Um, he basically voted in the primary. Or no, he. I'm sorry. He gave money to Nixon's uh, competitor in the primary. Uh, from a socialist group, so basically painting his uh, opponent as a as a socialist. So it was a, right. it was like dirty tricks and that, that made news. Right. And by the way, you know why di- dirty tricks work, folks, is because you're assholes mm-hmm. <laughs> right. and you buy this shit yeah. because none of you fucking read. You're taking rips out of your bongs <laughs> right. and you're watching videos on YouTube. Right. Right. Well, the whole thing with with uh, with, with him too, with with Roger Stone too, is, is also that he's claiming that he uh, was connected to WikiLeaks through this guy Randy Credico. Um, who, oh shit! Who I, was, know I know Randy. I know. Credico. I know. So he's a lib- obviously a very, very far left uh, yeah. comedian who's friends with Barry Crimmins and all these people. Yeah. Um, but that's who he's claiming. But people are also saying that's not true. He was connected. Hold it, so Credico is tied to Credico Roger is, Stone. Credico is tied to Assange. That's what. That's what he's claiming. Stone is claiming. Right. But they're saying maybe he was lying in his uh, testimony and that he really got connected to uh, Julian Assange through. Um, what's the other guy's name? There's another. There's a right wing, uh, Jerome Corsi. Mm-hmm. Jerome Corsi was yeah. a right wing guy. So he's claiming he got connected through a left wing credico, and apparently it was, people are saying it was through Corsi. There's some miscommunication, and that's one of the reasons that. Uh, are they saying that Stone disseminated the WikiLeaks thing, or what? What's the connection? Or, they're oh, saying yeah. that Stone was the liaison between WikiLeaks and the Trump campaign, uh-huh. and when. Um, Trump, you know, went on TV and said, hey, Russia, if you're listening, go find those emails. Mm-hmm. Well, they also asked Roger Stone, go to your guy Assange and get everything you can on Hillary. Yeah. Right. And there's like this Guccifer 2.0 hacker thing. There's like there's uh, there's this in between people to Assange that uh, Stone was was working with to get the information out. So he, Stone was the one who was apparently the one who was fishing for all the information. And, right. And that's what but, but who's doing the actual hackings, though? That's got to be Russia, right? Yeah, Russia. Like that Guccifer 2.0 and, the, and there's other... Guccifer... Can I get Guccifer 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> no, is that available? You need a website because guy. Because the genius... What? You need a website guy. Well, <laughs> the genius bar. They're very helpful at Apple. Uh, yes, I'd like Guccifer 2.0, please. Is that the Russian spy thing, sir? Where's your computer? It's right here. Okay, just open her up. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You need the updated version. That, that we here at Apple, we update things every five minutes. <laughs> but you, you also had this thing too. You were talking about how the it was like the Russia illusion. Like this is an important, right? Weren't you talking about that on Twitter and stuff? Like that you think Russia is sort of a distraction, or do you take that back? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I do. I, I, I think, and you know, the people that I read think that you know. The people who have fucked America are the major transnational corporations right. who lobby the shit out of our government. And our government now is just, you know, it's as Craig Pallas said, a great journalist, uh, book writer, it's the best democracy money can buy. I mean, they, bo- they buy and pay for all these yeah. congressmen and senators, and there's... There's nobody representing, yeah. you know. So it's like the Russia the thing. Joe, Joe Little. We Russia, have to take a break. Oh. 
We do. Can we take a quick break and then come Do you guys still do that? Oh, no. We haven't done that in a while. That's a Jake thing. Yeah. You guys used to take a deep breath in and then you take it out and then. We're back. Is that it? Is that the break? Like a two second break? Folks, we'll be right back after this. We're back. Uh, Sorry to uh, derail right in the middle of that, but mm -hmm. uh, you asked about Russia Gate. Yeah, Russia Gate. I think. See, I think that ru- the whole Russia thing is real. Do you, or do you, not, that's, yeah. do you think that uh, Russia Gate is that Russia is a hoax or it's just a distraction? Uh, I think it's. Uh, I, I think there may be some reality to it, or there is a lot of reality to it. However, they are not to blame for Trump being elected. That blame goes squarely on the Clinton campaign and the Uh, the Clinton campaign and DNC and they wanted Trump. Do you know that? Everybody's looking for it. They wanted Trump to be the guy they ran against. They fucking orchestrated that. They didn't fucking campaign in, in like, Michigan. Like, uh, right? I mean, Hillary, they fucked up. I mean, we all know that Hillary fucked up. They, They lost the election. Hillary lost the election. But... Russia helped. Yeah, I mean, there's no I, question. I, I, I say, think, I think it's I obviously say that the reason Trump is president because of three people: Putin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, yeah, and right. uh, James Comey. Why James Comey? Because he dropped the ball and said that you know the FBI was investigating Hillary Clinton oh. when at the same time they were investigating Donald Trump, but he right. withheld that information. Right. Yeah. Here's the here's the Chris Hedges take on it is that our democracy has been eroded away ever since uh, Ronald Reagan. Um, so it's been going on for over 30 fucking years. Unions have been decimated. Um, you know, academia is in the pockets of corporate of corporations. Every but, you know, the media is all the media, the architect, right? No, no. I mean, he's part of it, but I mean, the media. Yeah, they're complicit because obviously Trump complicit was getting great. The word. No, he was getting ratings. That's all it was. That's right. They were and putting him on. Hold on. They were putting him on the empty podium. They were film. They were yeah. having. That was on for like they were saying like more than any of the candidates on the on the Democratic. Trump Just is good podium. for ratings yeah. mm-hmm. because everybody right now is and and it's still going on everybody right now is watching Trump the reality show mm-hmm. that's what yeah. america is transfixed with you know because he's a car accident right. he's you know people like the fact that and, he's entertaining and even the russia thing is the is the reality show it's all the reality show because they should be talking about like what you said is the top 1% i mean they they're not well, talking about what they should well, be the talking about is i don't think that you're one of these I, I don't guys, think the russia and i'm not attacking you but you I understand what you're saying, and you're you. I think the focus is wrong. I don't. Well, I, what I'm saying is, I don't think that the Russia thing is a hoax at all. I think that there was yeah. definitely collusion, Me too. and there's definitely crimes. And well, he definitely, Trump is so involved with the Russians through his real estate right. dealings, right? It's all about money. But what I, I think that we focus too much attention on it. I think oh, if okay. the media yeah, was yeah. fair, that it would be equal parts Trump and Russia. Uh, income inequality. I, I want a media that tells us, you know, you're getting fucked, 
yeah. and it's rigged. Elections are rigged. Mm-hmm. Your government is rigged. Everything is fucking right. rigged, and you're fucked. By the way, but all we talk about is Russia. I don't think it's right. a hoax. I think it's real. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. just a part of the problems yeah. of society, and a not small all of it. part, right. a very mm-hmm. small part. But what the mainstream media does is it's it's juicy it's and such a sexy. Juicy story. And, and yeah. here's the, my other problem with media: it either comes from uh, state-sponsored media, which I don't trust. I don't trust uh, like RT. RT I don't I, uh, anything from state-sponsored media. I, like I don't RT. trust. Uh, and <laughs> hedges and the, aren't on RT. Then the other side so of Lee it Camp. is uh, corporations. So media is either run by the state mm-hmm. or the corporations, mm-hmm. and they're both fucking us. Mm-hmm. I watch uh, and I recommend this show a lot to people. Democracy Now. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. With Amy, Amy, Amy Goodman, Goodman is a great fucking. Show, but what? Yeah, how do you like? Why do you like RT though? Don't, yeah. don't you think? Well, Hedges is on. Well, he's RT. great, but don't you have a problem with the fact that they're state run and they're run by Ru- Russian? But they're run oh. beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> have Just you seen a... their studios? <laughs> I love a nice studio, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they have all this nice paintings. <laughs> and I like. No, the, I don't know. I I really only watch on... Hedges on it and yeah. a couple of other. They give guys. him a voice to talk, which is good. They give Hedges a chance but, to talk. But which is people great. are complaining about RT. Here's the thing that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they got bombarded with CNN, MSNBC, Fox mm-hmm. fucking news, mm-hmm. which Roger Ailes, that's Roger yeah. Ailes. Yeah. I always get Roger Stone and Roger Ailes uh, Both scumbags. mixed up. Both scumbags. But, you know, I just watch, you know, I'm the type of guy who when I go to the movies, I only watch really small foreign films <laughs> from, like, countries that don't even exist anymore. <laughs> like, I'm that type of person who just watches things. I'll watch a three-hour film on, you know, called Il Postino about a postman. <laughs> a postman in fucking Chile. And nothing happens in the movie, yet I'm transfixed. He's just going door to door with the mail. <laughs> and then I'll watch Aquaman. Because I need some stimulus. <laughs> I saw Aquaman. I'm a man of contradictions. Like, I rail against the corporate state, yet I'll go to Napa Valley. Yeah. I'll have a 10-course, you know, vegan-tasting. Can we talk a little bit more about what was in that dinner? Mm. Yes. I I imagine it's not a corporate event. It was just like... It's a birthday. But also, like... It was was uh, two birthdays. Like... A person owns this. It's not like run by some right. massive thing back. Right, That's right. True. If yeah, it was yeah. owned by Monsanto, it's not yeah. then you could call me on. Can I ask you this? <laughs> State sponsor. What are your welcome, Conrad? <laughs> to French laundry. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were French. Well, <laughs> what are your thoughts on at a birthday dinner the birthday person not paying for their meal? You're all for that, or do you feel like I was all for it on this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but birthday? I had to pay. Actually, I paid three fifty. You know, which is a lot mm-hmm. for one meal, especially, mm-hmm. you know, what's funny is that, uh, you know, that it was great food, like really tasty. But on these 10 course things, they, they give you like just little fucking portions mm-hmm. and everybody around me. And I had a vegan, you know, yeah. I'm vegan. I've been right. vegan for six years um, and uh, I was hungry by the end of it, oh, wow. where everybody yeah. around me was That's like, how you know oh, it's so good. Full. Well, that's uh, yeah. the one time in my life I did something like that. Oh, you did that uh, too? I, I'm also vegan, and oh, cool. it was uh, Farm Spirit in Portland. It was this What was cra- it called? Farm Spirit. Are they still big? Yes, they just moved to a bigger location, actually. Mm-hmm. But it's like the kind of place where you have to make a reservation. How much? I, it was my birthday. Ah! My girlfriend paid for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I still don't know, but right. it's like only... 
10 part, like eight parties can be in there at once. Yeah. And right. it's like the 10 course, tiny little things. Tiny and little things. I'm what like, was the cuisine? I, yeah, I, I, but I they made know. you a vegan. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's all vegan. Oh, it's all vegan. Yeah, I would was, love uh, to go. I would love. Portland, what's it called again? Go to, go to Farm, Spirit. Farm what, Spirit. What type Farm of things Spirit. as vegans do you guys eat at home? Because I'm not vegan. I'm vegetarian. Oh. But I still find it so fucking hard. Well, you know how, wh- how what would make you find it less hard? Is to do some, and I mean this, do some real research on the dairy industry, which produces the things you love, like cheese mm. and butter and what else? Milk. You know, uh, they are fucking abused, those mm-hmm. animals. So that's yeah. first. I always do it. My, I don't know about you, Aristotle, but I'm a vegan because of animal rights. Same. Are you? Yeah. And people talk about the health thing. I managed to be unhealthy with veganism. <laughs> and you can too. <laughs> Just, last <laughs> <laughs> Just last night, I had a vegan fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, there you go. Well, it was say, delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, Morningstar yeah. is all uh, vegan now. Is it? And uh, it's really good. I, I like mean, some Gardein. of them. I like Gardein. I've yeah. heard the Impossible Burger is it's be, good, but I've heard it's really bad for you. I could be wrong, but I've been. Told Are you serious? I've been told it's really. It's got a lot oh yeah, of stuff there's. A, I could be wrong. I don't want to talk. Why? About it, Where'd I, you hear this? Is this I, from the alt right? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's just got a lot of saturated fat and has a lot, a lot of the wrong things in there. I think they're still yeah. wor- they're still working on it. I think it's going to be there. better for you than red meat than the regular burger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I kind of want to know. I, I got uh, the Morning Star uh, corn dogs, right? And Ooh. they <laughs> taste great. Do and, they? And they're all vegan, but you look at the back package and it's oh. a bunch of words I cannot yeah. pronounce. Yeah, yeah, you can eat unhealthy as a vegan. Like, I admire the vegans who do like I think raw. The, yeah, raw mm. stuff. I can't do, can you? No. No, I, I <laughs> can't hard. live like that. I'm, I'm having vegan mac and cheese, yeah. mashed potato, and vegan butter is great, right? Like, vegan. I just fucking use slather that shit on. <laughs> You're having vegan ice cream sundaes. I have fucking vegan ice cream, and it's all getting better. The food, because more and more people are doing the it's vegan a, thing. Do and you I, go to Highland Park often? I don't. What's it there? Is, I, I come to call it the vegan mecca now. Because every Jeez. there's like a little strip of York that's very hip and popular. Yeah. But every restaurant there has at least one vegan option. And there's nice. like constant pop-ups all around that block of people like... I gotta go. Vegan tacos, vegan southern food, vegan this and that. And it's Love all it. the time. Love We're talking it. about California, Los oh, yeah. Angeles, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I have another right. dilemma, though, um, yeah, because the dilemma? son, mm. my son's now 14 months, so mm-hmm. he's off formula. Mm-hmm. It's switched to whole milk. Wait, your, I, your, your wife never breastfed? Well, what he's, you say? Wow, that's was, rude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did Jake say? I missed it. A little more info on your wife's, you know. I missed what Jake said. He asked if his wife. No, she did. Uh, but but oh. when? Uh, oh, she did. When, when a child's oh, that's cool. He's not married, by the way. Lady, yeah. I'm not. Ladies. I'm not married, but uh, I know what he means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and no. But oh, there, there was. This, go there was, on. It, by the way, that's the only porn I watch is breast, <laughs> breastfeeding. It's very mellow porn. Tea is made in the background. <laughs> Go ahead. The, Sorry, Eric. Uh, the, the thing is, when uh, when a baby is on formula at 12 months, they have them switch whole milk. Anyway, also at a year is when they start getting introduced to solid foods. So he can now eat everything that we have, mm-hmm. and she wants to give him chicken, mm-hmm. and I've been fighting that. 
and I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this because I would do some, you know, I would do some research on I, that. I, I try toddler protein for toddler. Like, well, what, what should I be doing again? That depends. And this is a problem. But like I was talking about with the media, it depends on your source because the dairy and meat industry are so fucking powerful mm-hmm. and they have a lot of money. And so I think you have to, you know, uh, you know, ask, some vegan people too, you know, not crazy vegan people, but people who also weigh that. Like I have no idea. Like I couldn't tell you because I have no idea what a toddler needs. Do you, Aristotle? As far as no, yeah. No, it's almost said like with the milk thing. Like I go, well, milk's bad for you, and he goes, well, milk makes small things bigger. <laughs> and I go, really? Oh. Uh, because I've been dipped dipping my cock in milk <laughs> for years and it's <laughs> shrinking because I, I, I talked about all the like negative health effects of milk and he goes yeah because you're fully grown now you don't need it anymore mm. but it's right. I heard that was a myth though I heard truly that myth uh, that milk doesn't really do much for you and it was just you know that that was just brought upon by advertisers also uh, you see the dairy, dairy, dairy industry is very mm. powerful yeah because it's the calcium that's supposed to do that but there's also mm. Just as much, if not more, calcium in the alternative milks. And I, the the worst yeah. worrisome thing is the hormones that are in the milk that make. Oh, everything is all organic, grass fed. Ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm at least on that. But right. I, I don't That's like bullshit. Though, but I, go ahead. I hold on. I, I drink oat milk. Have you guys had this? Ooh. I like oat milk. Oat milk's the new goat milk. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I Jake like is that. keeping this light, which I, I like. <laughs> we need that. We need that. Uh, yeah. yeah, oat milk is really yeah, nice. It's good. Yeah, I like it. It's expensive. Though. So if like anybody $6. knows what a toddler needs, could you email <laughs> no, me? No, Google <laughs> vegan. Toddler, hey, maybe try love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the other room smoking weed, googling <laughs> how to feed him. Margaret, give him ta- give him the oat milk. I'm going to the racetrack. I want the kid taken care of. I I have a tip on the third at Santa Anita. Uh. <laughs> racetrack. I stopped betting on horses, and I stopped going to racetracks and shit because uh, I found out. Horses are fucking abused mm-hmm. for that. And I was just like, that's it for that shit. <laughs> then you should take yourself to the Dynasty typewriter <laughs> at the Hayworth on Saturday, February 16th, 8 and 10 p.m. It's Eddie Pepitone live special recording. Please. 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Like, you know, certain comedians just announce that right. they're performing at Madison Square Garden and yeah. tickets are sold out immediately. Right. I have to beg <laughs> motherfuckers over a period of weeks and Hannah months. Gatsby is, is performing at the um, Dynasty Typewriter. She's doing 10 shows. I think she sold it out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how that makes me feel? Not good. Archie never. Archie never opens the curtain. She just stands behind the curtain. I don't know. I didn't watch the special. She's actually. She's lovely. Actually, I've worked with. Yeah, we have to say that. I I think with the new laws. (laughs) No, I don't know. I I've heard. You know, she had a. I'm way late on that. I'm sorry. Why do comedians (laughs) uh, post sold out shows? Is that just for ego? Uh, like billboards, I right? I think so. I, I mean, why there's no then, reason to put on your Instagram that a show is sold out. It's a good point. 
Folks, I am going to tell you that you cannot get <laughs> Don't tickets. waste your time even trying. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm doing great. I'm doing great is what that is. That's all sh- social media is, isn't it? It's a big extension of one's ego. I yeah, mean, what do you think about comedians who just take selfies constantly? Like just they're all sick. they're doing. That's <laughs> it. Like, they're sick. And I've done it too. I mean, I've taken a bunch of selfies and I know that it's, you know, me being desperate for validation, you know? I have that kind of signal. I mean, mm-hmm. look, I mean, this is well-documented. Comedians, the the psychological profile of a comic is someone who needs to be adored. And so, yeah, you. but you look like an asshole if you take selfies. So what I do now is just take tons of selfies, print them out, and hang them on my walls. I just hang them on my walls. I jerk off to them. Nobody's around. It's all consensual. I jerk off to the selfies, my selfies. Yeah, I think those comedians who do that are like, ooh. Right? I mean, there's something... Well, there's an emptiness, I think, there. There's like, you're, it's a feeling a deep, deep hole. And I don't think... It's not just comedians, but it's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I think yeah. comedians specifically, you know... Well, it's interesting because social media is part of this whole narcissism that mm-hmm. makes it... Like, our society has become so fucking narcissistic, and I think social media is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of narcissism... It doesn't let pe- like people can't feel for others right. a lot of times because they're so enraptured with themselves. I don't know who the guy is, but but uh, there was somebody in a documentary that I saw recently talking about how he somebody who created the endless scroll on social media. That person is sort of like responsible. That's a documentary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was he was mentioned what? in the documentary. What's going on? Uh, okay. There's somebody who the person who created the the endless scroll on your phone on social media where you were just continues and continues oh, and continues. Oh, God. By the way, just... Yeah. Could you say that <laughs> <laughs> in a beautiful voice and do it fast first and then slow and then fast? Because that scroll, I love scroll, that scroll. right? No, but what where about... We? Well, that is, that's what is uh, basically... What you is can't get responsible enough. for a lot of people's mental illness for uh, you, for social media. The use of the of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, yeah. the endless scroll is feeding into exactly what we want. Constantly tap that happiness button. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's happiness. The what? Like you're just yeah. constantly yeah. tapping a happiness oh, button and, in your brain. And yeah, I heard that... Or the, the envy button. And, yeah. That a lot of the companies have teams that uh, that know like uh, psychology mm-hmm. and how to get you hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Frank, get me the shrink. <laughs> get me the shrink. I want to know how to hook them on this new app called Fisherman's Pride. <laughs> Fisherman's Pride. We're gonna make the like button look like a lure. <laughs> <laughs> well. By the way, speaking of that, did you guys see Vice at all? Yeah. Not yet. It was great. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Kudos to Adam McKay. Yeah, did you? Yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he's definitely. He still did a big there. short as well, which was another. Was great. Great. Also, he's one of the only people that's still out there talking about how terrible Bush and Cheney were, and nobody else is talking. Nobody yeah. talks about it. Like, Bush is now. making the talk show circuit, <laughs> talking about his painting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I bothers me when everybody talks about how brilliant Trump is at manipulating the media because he's not doing anything that's calculated and brilliant. Mm. Dick Cheney would have the government leak 
fake shit to the New York Times. And then when the right. Times prints it, he would hit the circuit with the magazine going, according mm. to the New York Times, Saddam mm. Hussein has said it. Yep. He was well, good Trump, at manipulating the You know what the Trump media. is a yeah. master at? He's a master at chaos. Mm-hmm. Because I think the chaos is calculated. Yeah, maybe I'm well, wrong. I think his whole thing is just staying on the, in the news cycle. He just wants I mean, whatever it is, whatever it is, as long as his name is mentioned, it's a win for him. Any news is good news. Yeah, for him. he's a great one of our greatest <laughs> narcissists. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's why I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, all right, so we've covered we've covered the candidates. Uh, we I have about so. yeah. Uh, do we want to segue into any other uh, topics for uh, for Todd's, uh, Todd's uh, fan base? Yourself, then you should take yourself to the Dynasty typewriter at the Hayworth on Saturday, February 16th, 8 and 10 p.m. It's Eddie Pepitone, live special recording. Look, I'm going to go the opposite way now. Mm. I don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you to come. Don't fucking come. How's that? Keep seeing the same shitty people you see (laughs) over and over and over again. Or don't, you know what? I know what you people do. You don't even get out of the house. You just go, oh, what's on Netflix? What's on Netflix? (laughs) Let me watch Ozark. Which was good, by the way. I watched both seasons. Again, contradiction. I'm a man of contradiction. And it will be addressed at the special. Please come. Please come. Yes. I beg what, of you. What do we need to talk about to get people to come? Do we have to talk about something controversial? Like, does this... Does this? Uh... I heard Kylie Jenner is going to be there. There we go. <laughs> Who? Kylie Jenner is going to be there. <laughs> and Brad Pitt. Frequenter Let's of make the Dynasty news. typewriter. Let's make some news. Let's talk about Louie. Let's make some news. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still afraid. <laughs> hey, Frank, get me the shrink. I want to know how to make the new app addictive. It's an app called Drummers Who Die with Vomit in Their Mouth. <laughs> Do you find yourself uh, being a sucker to Instagram ads, mm. the sponsored posts? You know what? I, it's funny you say that because how come I ordered a Bob Dylan poster from an Instagram ad? It was the lyrics to, like, part of the lyrics to Forever Young, mm. and I fucking ordered that thing, and I never order shit like they that. They knew you wanted yeah. that. They knew. Oh. Mm-hmm. You see, I used to... When I would see the ads, I sorry, would Todd told, said I had to do enough for Jenga. Oh, right, 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 right. So I'm just trying to fill a quota. <laughs> Please proceed. If I, uh, I for a long time, I would go. This ad is not relevant to me because I was tired of seeing. Oh, can you do that on Instagram? Yeah, but then I realized I shouldn't be doing that because I'm <laughs> teaching their algorithms to know what I like. Mm-hmm. Right. And the more they know what I like, the better odds they're going to sell me shit. Yeah, but it's all a con advertising because because we don't really need that shit unless it's medication we need. We don't need mm-hmm. What the fuck did I need a Bob Dylan poster <laughs> for? They, yeah, what el- what else do they uh advertise for you, Eddie? Is it like um depends <laughs> the diapers depends. <laughs> bondage, bondage, bondage pornography. <laughs> <laughs> no, Facebook thought I was gay for years. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did uh, gay cruises and <laughs> for a long time. 
Um, I get a lot of like breastfeeding sites. <laughs> I just looked at Jake and he just was looking at me like, wow. <laughs> Something is amiss. And, oh, have you watched. We talk about uh, breastfeeding or what? I mean, <laughs> talk about, can you bring it back? What are we talk about? Have you watched Trigger Warning on Netflix? What is that? It's the uh, Killer Mike show. I don't oh, understand any great. of this. Killer so Mike far. is great. Yeah, he. This is. Killer I Mike like supported Bernie show. Sanders. A big Bernie Sanders supporter. I like that. I feel like he helped launch him even higher when it was like Killer Mike and Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. are hanging out. And what it was the like, fuck does Killer Mike do? What's the name? He used of the to be show? a rapper. He's, well, he still is. Oh, run the jewels. Yeah, run he the used jewels. to. He, he's two, he one part of what he used to too. He what? He still is, but he used to too. What did kill? What is kill? So Killer Mike has a show on Netflix that's like. What does it do? You know what show I used to fucking love was, and this guy, I haven't seen him do anything brilliant lately, but I think he made me laugh more than anybody in the recent, in recent years. Sasha Barra Cohen's mm, yeah, uh, so Ali good. G show, <laughs> yeah. where he would get people who didn't know what were going on. Well, did you see his new thing on Showtime, the who, uh, What is America? Or who's America? Oh, I haven't seen How that is yet. it? It's great. He it go, is? Yeah, I gotta he, check he it out. It's Dick yeah. Cheney on there, and Dick Cheney is holding up a, a waterboard to sign he signs a waterboard for uh, Sasha Baron Cohen Who, what's his <laughs> yeah. character he's doing this Israeli um, Israeli character oh. yeah like a military guy it's so good it's so good because the dictator I didn't even see it just looked like it sucked am I right <laughs> I, you know what it. I'd love to do is be a reviewer of movies <laughs> who doesn't see any of the films. <laughs> he doesn't see like any of the films that he uh, is reviewing like yeah. did not see Roma Roma, but my instinct is very good film. <laughs> How about Ant Man? I would not. I didn't see Ant Man, but fuck Paul Rudd. <laughs> fuck Paul Rudd. He's in everything. Oh my god! Would that be a funny show? Hello, I'm Eddie Pepitone, and I'm reviewing films I did not see. <laughs> Some of them I've seen the trailer. By the way, I knew Holmes and Watson would suck. <laughs> By the way, that got the lowest rating on Rotten Tomatoes I've ever seen. Wait, it beat right. Emoji Movie? It got 8%. Oh, wow. What did Emoji get? Oh, oh I don't know. I just I think it might be like 2% or 0. It's pretty what, low. Emoji? Emoji well, was like the lowest. Watson, uh, Holmes and Watson, whatever they call it. Eight percent, and shame on you, John C. Riley, and shame on you, Will Farrell. Use your talents for good, you fucking money grubbing <laughs> assholes. What kind of fucking? Why do they do that I movie? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, but he, I do want to see Stan and Ollie, which was a great John C. I Riley. Saw it. I saw it. Oh, you did? How was it? I liked it. John C. Riley was great. John How about Coogan? I love Steve he, Coogan. He was good, but the, uh, John C. Riley's character had more to work with. There was a lot more. I oh. thought it was good. It was, he, he was, was uh, he was uh, Oliver Hardy. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. he was good. Um, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes, no. I did. Thoughts? I liked it, but not great. Is is my true opinion? Like I thought, I knew what every scene was gonna be. Like, right. and now he's in this stage, and now he's in this stage. <laughs> oh, the band is gonna break up. I couldn't believe it. Well, the Golden Globes don't mean anything, yeah. you know. Plus, the director was a—he's uh, a—they say he's a Here's, yeah pedophile, right? Uh, Brian Singer. Singer. Yeah, he's a he's a. <gasps> yeah, that's, oh, why, that's why they're alleged, saying they got snubbed. Pedophile. Yeah, he is a huge mm-hmm. pedophile. I just no, <laughs> I know. Brian Singer. Yeah. Well, I well at least 
well, what is what do, what do you say? He is accused. Alleged. Alleged, yeah. alleged but yeah. it's been by a lot of fucking people. Yeah, it's, I'm surprised yeah. that he even they let him make this because it was this was going on even when X the Mex the X Men movies were happening. Yeah, you almost said Mexican it. movies. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Are you Mexican? I am. Oh That's shit, Roma! I was like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> What's the, the filmmaker again? That great uh, filmmaker, Quaron. Quaron. It's Quaron. Quaron, yeah. Quaron. And the who made uh, Shape of Water? Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. He's Which amazing. I love him with all my life. But but the, he, what's the but? Uh, it's. I mean, it doesn't really. I, we. I have the. He's a super nerd. I love mm-hmm. him. We have the same oh, interests. Yeah? But he has not made a movie in Spanish in years, right. and those are his best movies. Mm-hmm. <gasps> What can uh, what because I I don't mind subtitles at all. What's a great Spanish movie that I could see? Pan's Labyrinth. Is, oh, I Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth, Labyrinth is, is the number one. Fucking mm-hmm. amazing. And The Devil's Backbone because that too. Oh, I've like. seen them both. They were in Spanish. I yeah. didn't even realize it. I must speak it. Uh, <laughs> and I have no idea. Another good Spanish director, Iñárritu. Iñárritu, Mexican. Yeah. Oh, now what did he? Who did the movie um, that was a play, Birdman? Who yeah, it was Bird- Iñárritu. That fucking that. movie was amazing. Did so you see it, Eric? Yeah, that was a good movie. Incredible. Michael Keaton was so good. Yeah. Michael Keaton, what a great comeback story. Yeah, why How can't old he be he? Batman again? What? Why can't he be Batman? <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Right? I think he should come back as one of the villains. I uh, think okay. Keaton would make a great villain called Older Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. No, I don't see the Spider-Man Oh, wait, no, I stuff. saw the new one, the Spider-Verse, the uh, animated oh. I like so I haven't that. seen that one yet, that cool. but in Spider-Man: Homecoming, he is the villain. Who? Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, is that new? Yeah. Wow, yes. his career really is. Now he's an interesting story because mm-hmm. he kind of he really had a, a rebirth, right? Mm-hmm. And it happened when he was older. Yeah, I'm hoping for something like that. You know, <laughs> he did a great movie called Game Six. <laughs> that I don't know, a lot, a lot of people didn't see. It was really good. That was like his first movie back. It was Game called, Six. It was based off of a play, I think, um, by Don DeLillo. You know, the, mm-hmm, the writer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a really good movie, and it came out maybe ten. Game 10 or Six. Good. Yeah, it's great. I always ask Steve. Steve's big time into film. I always ask Steve for movie recommendations, and I never got Game Six. <laughs> <laughs> you got it now. I got it now. So that's a good one, huh? Really is it Netflixable? I think it's probably on Amazon. I don't know if it's okay. on Netflix. I have Amazon too. That's because it. again, I'm a contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say something there? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm sure it was about Michael Keaton, but uh, <laughs> he's had his. Uh, I was going to say the bitter day. Buddha. I was going to say the bitter Buddha is available on Amazon. Because <laughs> I is feel it? like I feel like I couldn't. Actually, I don't know. I think it might be on Hulu. And maybe Amazon now. I feel and, like if, uh, with Eddie and me here, I cannot mention yeah. the Bitter Buddha once. That's a documentary about me, folks, that Steve yeah. uh, He tells directed, people he created you. Created it. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. That That's what Glass says yeah. all the time, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. Uh, we're wrapping up soon, no? Oh, yeah, we got like about so. seven minutes. Well, it's so your I, show. It's your show. So you. Oh uh, yeah. It, well, yeah. we. I got to well. go do another show, folks. I'm co-hosting a lot of different podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of podcasters out of town in LA this week. We also didn't mention your podcast, Pep Talks. My podcast, Pep Talks with Steve Lolly, is uh, uh, part of the uh, All Things Comedy Network. Uh, Pep Talks. You should listen to that. Uh, podcast because no one else does. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you can. I don't know how to make you know like Todd. You know, he has all these fucking sound effects, songs. He's got a live band. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of entertainment. <laughs> Me, I'm just like, I'm just like on my podcast talking 
about like death and we're all gonna <laughs> die and I'm f- afraid and people for some reason don't want to tune in. I was gonna say if if my tweets were honest, it would just say I don't want to die or please like me. <laughs> <laughs> if your tweets were honest, that would be funny. If you know there was something that made everybody honest and everybody's tweet, everybody's tweet said I don't want to die, and you you just keep scrolling on that. <laughs> Why? Why? And you feel empty. (laughs) Why? (laughs) By the way, we never kind of finished that thought about the scroll being responsible for mental illness. In what way? It's the the, it just feeds into what uh, Aristotle was saying is your your happiness impulses. You're just basically Aristotle, the philosopher, or Aristotle, (laughs) our sound engineer. engineer. I mean, Um, is there a difference? There. Yeah. It. it, (laughs) Uh, there's I don't I am not a I am not a uh, scientist so I don't what know. <laughs> but oh, I, our conversation <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 you're the one who gave me all the graphs about hey, the oceans hey. warming <laughs> from what I've watched in a documentary that I can't remember the name of um, <laughs> so I'm great with information but the the yeah. endless scroll is supposed to be one of the <laughs> worst uh, inventions uh, for mankind in in terms right. of what it's done to her right and also the like button. Is mm-hmm. insane because it just gets people addicted to being validated, right? Yes. I when I see the heart button, I sort of love that. Like when, especially when a woman hearts something, for me, I'm like, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. But that's that's depressing too. When, when you don't get any love, and mm-hmm. I'm like, great, people aren't responding well to the person I'm pretending to be. <laughs> I'm fucked. That's funny. <laughs> the the guy's name is A- Aza Roskin. He uh, d- worked invented for Google, it? Worked for Google. There's an article in BBC uh, that you should check out called Social Media Apps Are Deliberately Addictive to Users. Yes, uh, I remember reading that. Aza Roskin uh, is the, the person who invented the infinite, the infinite scroll, and apparently that's the, that's mm. the term. It's the way I remember Aza Roskin's name, so you guys remember it, is it rhymes with Baza Poskin. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, frequently. Well, listen, guys, I, I, I love Todd Glass. Uh, he's got a great podcast, and uh, I, I, I just want to tell you, I don't need you to come. <laughs> to the 10 o'clock show. Don't come to the 10 o'clock show on, uh, yeah. on February 16th. Yeah. yeah, don't come to anything I do. Don't even watch this special when it comes out. Don't even watch it. Watch Jeff Dunham instead. <laughs> he's good. Now, now, you know, here's it. Puppets are funny? Does like Dunham, Dunham does puppets, right? Mm-hmm. Is what are the name of his puppet characters? Because he is super rich, right? Mm. Maybe I could fucking come up with like a left wing, <laughs> oh, dark, yeah. dark puppet. Oh, you got yeah. Mr. Peanut, I think is one of them, mm-hmm. and he's got uh, maybe I'll do Mr. Yeah, he's got some racist. What ones. if I do Mr. Brazil Nut? Which is, <laughs> no, check it out. It's a right wing dictator, like they have now in Brazil. Brazil <laughs> Bolsonaro. They have a right wing mm, strongman. Yeah, yeah. What if I do like the Bolsonaro Brazil Nut <laughs> puppet? I like it. And I'm just like, and the puppet comes on, and imagine a little puppet, it's a Brazil nut, it's got a little mouth, and it says shit like this. You will do what I fucking tell you. I am a Brazil nut. There will be no homosexuality around me. But you will wear Speedos. Love yourself. Then you should take yourself to the <laughs> Dynasty typewriter There's, uh, at the Hayward. Oh, There's the Ahmed, uh, the dead terrorist. Uh, that's another 
puppet that he has, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Oh my God. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, that's a So that's is a he real. doing like an yeah. Islamophobia type shit? Yeah. It's definitely a right wing yeah. kind of thing, yeah. So I should be the left wing puppeteer. <laughs> that's that's a possibility <laughs> for Absolutely. me. Right? Like uh oh um hi everybody. Uh let's see. What if I'm a carrot produced by Monsanto? <laughs> <laughs> right? That has life now. Like because they don't know what they're doing with these GMOs, right? And now the carrot by the way, folks, we're ending in about a minute. So I just <laughs> wanna tell you that this kind of creativity that you're hearing emanating from me, you will not hear on the taping for this <laughs> But what if I'm a carrot? You know, from Monsanto, and I'm like, I'm talking to everybody, like I'm talking, fellow carrots, we must unite and kill the humans. <laughs> it's like a Blade Runner type thing, like, we were created by these fucks, and all they do is eat us. Well, how about it's time we stick ourselves up their asses? <laughs> we're carrots, damn it. Like the carrot dictator is that character. <laughs> Unite. <laughs> unite. My mom actually used to date a, uh, a puppet guy. Puppeteer. Oh, wow. That could be, a, I mean, mm -hmm. puppeteers I hear are great in bed. <laughs> They're good with their hands. <laughs> They're good with their hands. Yeah. I think we'll leave it on that note, right? Absolutely. Uh, all right, yeah. well, come see my special taping February 16th, 8 and 10 o'clock. We need more people for the 10. It Dana Gould will be on the show, Dana too. Gould. I forgot yeah. to mention that yeah, Dana, Dana Gould, who is an amazing comedian, has uh, agreed to open for me. Um, and that is awesome. Dana is Amazing. Yes. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys? If you guys have been wondering, uh, the fuck festival is still going on. Uh, <laughs> so, so hit me up about that. Tweet uh, it, Jake. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks to all you guys here today. And uh, Todd will be back next week. All right, bye. Bye. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like It's you I like.